Hey Krishna everyone, so we're back with the Path of Perfection by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada And this is Shravanam Diaries Podcast I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi, so let us dive in Whatever the case, we must have faith in the word of Krishna When we purchase a ticket on Pan American or Air India We have faith that the company will take us to our destination. Faith is created when the company is authorized. Our faith should not be blind. Therefore, we should accept that which is recognized. Bhagavad Gita has been recognized as authorized scripture in India for thousands of years. And even outside India, there are many scholars, religionists and philosophers who have accepted Bhagavad Gita as authoritative. It is said that even such a great scientist as Albert Einstein was reading Bhagavad Gita regularly. So we should not doubt Bhagavad Gita's authenticity. Therefore, when Lord Krishna says that there is a supreme abode and that we can go there we should have faith that such an abode exists many philosophers think that the spiritual abode is impersonal or void impersonalists like the shankarites and buddhists generally speak of the void or emptiness but Bhagavad Gita does not disappoint us in this way. The philosophy of voidism has simply created atheism because it is the nature of the living entity to want enjoyment. As soon as he thinks that his future is void, he will try to enjoy the variegatedness of this material life. Thus, impersonalism leads to armchair philosophical discussions and attachment to material enjoyment. We may enjoy speculating, but no real spiritual benefit can be derived from such speculation. Bhagavatam 11.2.42 Once we have developed the devotional spirit, we will become immediately detached from all kinds of material enjoyment. As soon as a hungry man eats, he feels immediate satisfaction and says, No, I don't want any more, I am satisfied. This satisfaction is a characteristic of the Krishna conscious man. Brahma Bhuta Prasannatma Nasho Chatina Kankshati Samach Sarveshu Bhuteshu Madbhaktim Labate Param Quote, one who is thus transcendentally situated at once realizes the Supreme Brahman. He never laments nor desires to have anything. He is equally disposed to every living entity. In that state, he attains pure devotional service unto me. Unquote Bhagavad Gita 18.54
As soon as one is spiritually realized, he feels full satisfaction and no longer hankers after flickering material enjoyment. As stated in the second chapter of Bhagavad Gita, 2.59 Vishaya vinivartante niraharasya dehinah rasavarjam rasopyasya parandrishtva nivartate Quote, the embodied soul may be restricted from sense enjoyment, though the taste for sense enjoyment remains. But seizing such engagements by experiencing a higher taste, he is fixed in consciousness. Very important point. A doctor may tell a diseased man, don't eat this, don't eat that, don't have sex, don't, don't. In this way, a diseased man is forced, forced to accept so many don'ts. But inside, he is thinking, oh, if I can just get these things, I'll be happy. The desires remain inside. However, when one is established in Krishna consciousness, he is so strong inside that he doesn't experience the desire. Although he is not impotent, he doesn't want sex. He can marry thrice, but still be detached. Param drishtva nivartate. When something superior is acquired, one naturally gives up all inferior things. That which is superior is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and atheism and impersonalism cannot give us this. He is attained only by unalloyed devotion. Purushaksa parahparta bhaktyalabhyastvananyaya yasyantakstani bhutani yena sarvam idam tatam Quote, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is greater than all, is attained by unalloyed devotion. Although he is present in his abode, he is all-pervading, and everything is situated within him." Unquote. Bhagavad Gita 8.22 The words Purushah Sa Para indicate the Supreme Person who is greater than all others. This is not a void speaking, but a person who has all the characteristics of personality in full. Just as we are talking face to face, when we reach the supreme abode, we can talk to God face to face. We can play with Him, eat with Him, and everything else. The state is not acquired by mental speculation, but by transcendental, loving service, bhaktya labhya. The words Tvananyaya indicate that this bhakti must be without adulteration. It must be unalloyed. Although the Supreme Personality is a person and is present in his abode in the spiritual sky, he is so widespread that everything is within him. He is both inside and outside. Although God is everywhere, he still has his kingdom, his abode. 
The sun may pervade the universe with its sunshine, yet the sun itself is a separate entity. Okay. Mm -hmm. In his in his supreme abode, the supreme lord has no rival. Wherever we may be, we may find a predominating personality. We find a predominating personality. In the United States, the predominating personality is the president. However, when the next election comes, the president will have so many rivals. But in the spiritual sky, the Supreme Lord has no rival. Those who want to become rivals are placed in this material world under the conditions of material nature. Yeah, so we're in the place where all the so-called rivals of the Lord are collected. Hmm. In the spiritual sky there is no rivalry and all the inhabitants therein are liberated souls. From Srimad Bhagavatam we receive information that their bodily features resemble gods. In some of the spiritual planets God manifests a two-armed form and in others he manifests four-armed form. The living entities of those planets have corresponding features and one cannot distinguish who is God and who is not. This is called Sarupya Mukti, liberation, wherein one has the same features as the Lord. There are five kinds of liberation, Sayujya, Sarupya, Salokya, Sarshti and Samipya. Sayujya, mean, Sayujya Mukti means merging into God's impersonal effulgence, the Brahma Jyoti. We have discussed this and have concluded that the attempt to merge and lose individuality is not desirable and is very risky. Sarupya Mukti means attaining a body exactly like God's. Salokya Murti, Murti, Mukti. Salokya Mukti means living on the same planet with God. Sarshti Mukti means having the opulence of God. For instance, God is very powerful and we can become powerful like Him. That is called Sarshti. Samipya Mukti means always remaining with God as one of his associates. For instance, Arjuna is always with Krishna as his friend and this is called Samipya Mukti. We can attain any one of these five types of liberation. But out of these five, Sayujya Mukti, merging into the Brahma Jyoti is rejected by Vaishnava philosophy. According to the Vaishnava philosophy, we worship God as He is to retain our separate identity eternally in order to serve Him. According to the Mayavada philosophy impersonalism, one tries to lose his individual identity and merge into the existence of the Supreme. That, however, 
is a suicidal policy and is not recommended by Krishna in Bhagavad Gita. This is also has been rejected by Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who advocated worship in separation. As stated before, the pure devotee does not even want liberation. He simply asks to remain Krishna's devotee, birth after birth. This is Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's prayer, and the words birth after birth indicate that there is no liberation. This means that the devotee doesn't care whether he is liberated or not. He simply wants to engage in Krishna consciousness to serve the Supreme Lord. Always wanting to engage in God's transcendental loving service is the symptom of pure devotion. Of course, wherever a devotee is, he remains in the spiritual kingdom, even though in the material body. On his part, he does not demand any of the five types of liberation, nor anything for his personal superiority or comfort. But in order to associate with God in the spiritual planets, one must become his pure devotee. For those who are not pure devotees, Lord Krishna explains at what times one should leave the body in order to attain liberation. Yatrakale tvanavritim avritim jaiva yoginah prayatayantitam kalam vakshemi bharatarshabha. Quote O best of the Bharatas, I shall now explain to you the different times at which, passing away from this world, one does or does not come back. Unquote, Bhagavad Gita 8.23 In India, unlike in the West, it is common for astrologers to make minute calculations of the astronomical situation at the moment of one's birth. Indeed, a person's horoscope is read not only when he is born, but also when he dies, in order to determine what his situation will be in the next life. All this can be determined by astrological calculation. In this verse, Lord Krishna is accepting those astrological principles, confirming that if one leaves his body at a particular time, he may attain liberation. If one dies at one moment, he may be liberated, or if one dies at another moment, he may have to return to the material world. It is all a question of chance, but in quote, in yeah, so-called, it's all a question of quote-unquote chance, but that chance some way or other is what one has. For the devotee, however, there is no question of chance. Whatever the astrological situation, the devotee in Krishna consciousness is guaranteed liberation. Jai, this is something... You see, this is where devotees go beyond astrology. It's right there. <laughs> Jai, Haribol, Haribol. 
Yeah, I remember also Srila Prabhupada said that uh, this whole concept of chance and accident is not for devotees, it's for demons and atheists. Like, accidental means there is no higher, there is no God behind everything, who controls everything. So if they just decide to deny everything, then it's all karma, it's all purely modes of material nature, it's accidents. But, but for the devotee, because he's conscious that the Lord is in control of everything, right? Not a blade of grass moves without the will of the Lord. So it's all material nature, karma, it's all under the control of the Lord. And wow, this is, Prabhupada just said, whatever the astrological situation, the devotee in Krishna consciousness is guaranteed liberation. Haribo. For others, there are chances that if they leave their body at a particular moment, they may attain liberation and enter the spiritual kingdom, or they may be reborn. Agnir Jyoti Rahak Shuklah Sanmasa Uttarayanam Tatra Prayatagachanti Brahma Brahma Vidojana. Quote Those who know the Supreme Brahman pass away from the world during the influence of the fiery God in the light at an auspicious moment during the fortnight of the moon and the six months when the sun travels travels in the north okay so when the sun travels in the north mm -hmm. Bhagavad Gita 8.24 as we all know the sun's movements are different six months it is north of the equator and six months it is south the sun is also moving according to Vedic calculations. And from Srimad Bhagavatam, we are informed that the sun is situated at the center of the universe. Just as all the planets are moving, the sun is also moving at a speed calculated to be 16,000 miles per second. If a person dies when the sun is in the northern hemisphere, he can attain liberation. This is not only the verdict of Bhagavad Gita, but also of other scriptures. The mystic who passes away from this world during the smoke, the night, the moonless fortnight, or in the six months when the sun passes to the south, or who reaches the moon planet, again comes back. Bhagavad Gita 8.25 No one can say when he is going to die. And in that sense, the moment of one's death is accidental. However, for a devotee in Krishna consciousness, there is no question of accidents. Shukla Krishna Gati Hyate Jagatak Shashvate Mate 
Ekaya yatyana vritim, anyaya vartate punah. Quote, according to the Vedas, there are two ways of passing from this world, one in light and one in darkness. When one passes in light, he does not come back. But when one passes in darkness, he returns. Unquote, Bhagavad Gita 8.26 the same description of departure and return is quoted by Acharya Baladeva Vidyabhushana from the Chandogya Upanishad. In such a way, those who are fruitive laborers and philosophical speculators from the time immemorial are constantly going and coming. Going and coming. Actually, they do not attain ultimate salvation, for they do not surrender to Krishna. Naite sriti partha janan, yogi muhyati kaschanan, tasmatsarveshu kaleshu, yoga yukto bhavarjuna. Bhavarjuna. Quote, the devotees who know these two paths, O Arjuna, are never bewildered. Therefore, be always fixed in devotion. Unquote, Bhagavad Gita 8.27. Herein the Lord confirms that there is no chance for one who practices bhakti yoga. His destination is certain. Whether he dies when the moon, when the sun is in the northern or southern hemisphere is of no importance. As we have already stated, if one thinks of Krishna at the time of death, he will at once be transferred to Krishna's abode. Therefore, Krishna tells Arjuna to always remain in Krishna consciousness. This is possible through the chanting of Hare Krishna. Since Krishna and his spiritual kingdom are non-different, being absolute, Krishna and his sound vibration are the same. Simply by vibrating Krishna's name, we can enjoy Krishna's association. If we are walking down the street chanting Hare Krishna, Krishna is also going with us. If we walk down the street and look up at the sky, we may see that the sun or the moon is accompanying us. I can recall about 50 years ago when I was a householder, my second son, who was about 4 years old at the time, was walking with me down the street and he suddenly asked me, Father, why is the moon going with us? If a material object like the moon has the power to accompany us, we can surely understand that the Supreme Lord, who is all-powerful, can always remain with us. Being omnipotent, 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 he can always give us company, keep us company, provided that we are also qualified to keep his company. Pure devotees are always merged in the thought of Krishna and are always remembering that Krishna is with them. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has confirmed the absolute nature of Krishna in his Shikshashtaka, verse 2. 
Намнамакари Баудхани Джасарва Шактис, Татрар Питани Ямитах Смарани Накалаха, Эйтадриши Тавакрипа Бхагаван Мамапи, Дурдайва Мидриша Мигаджанина Нурагаха. Квот, my Lord, O Supreme Personality of Godhead, in your holy name there is all good fortune for the living entity, and therefore you have many names, such as Krishna and Govinda, by which you expand yourself. You have invested all your potencies in those names, and there are no hard and fast rules for remembering them. My dear Lord, although you bestow such mercy upon the fallen, conditioned souls by liberally teaching them your holy names, I am so unfortunate that I commit offenses while chanting the holy name, and therefore I do not achieve attachment for chanting. Unquote. The effort to spend a great deal of money and attempt to build or establish a temple for Krishna. But if we do so, we must observe many rules and regulations and see properly to the temple's management. But herein it is confirmed that simply by chanting, any man can have the benefit of keeping company with Krishna. Just as Arjuna is deriving benefit by keeping in the same chariot with Lord Krishna, we can also benefit by association with Krishna through the chanting of his holy names. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. This Maha Mantra is not my personal concoction, but is authorized by Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is considered to be not only an authority, but the incarnation of Lord Krishna himself, Lord Shri Krishna himself. It was Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who said, O Lord, you are so kind to the people of this material world that you expand yourself in your holy name so that they can associate with you. Although the Maha Mantra is in the Sanskrit language and many people do not know its meaning, it is still so attractive that people participate when it is chanting when it is chanted publicly. When chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, we are completely safe, even in this most dangerous situation. We should always be aware that in this material world, we are always in a dangerous position. Srimad Bhagavatam confirms, Padam padam yadvipadam natesham. Srimad Bhagavatam 10.14.58 In this world, there is danger at every step. The devotees of the Lord, however, are not meant to remain in this miserable, dangerous place. Therefore, we should take care to advance in Krishna consciousness while in this human form then our happiness is assured. 
Haribo! We have completed the book entitled The Path of Perfection. So thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description and tomorrow we shall start the next book, which will be a secret till tomorrow. So thank you so much and thank you again and always very grateful that you are tuning in and very excited about the next book. So stay tuned for tomorrow and we shall see you. Hare Krishna.